Welcome to Catch the Fire Toronto's weekly sermon podcast. This message was recorded live at Catch the Fire Church in Toronto, Canada. We hope you enjoy it. We're going to finish off our series in Joshua this month about being overcomers, being bold, being pushing in, believing for more. And we're going to look at a passage today in Joshua chapter 10. And I just want to remind you, though, of our theme verse for the year. You know it is a strategic hour in human history. Wake up, for our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Night is dissolving away as a new day of destiny dawns. So we're talking about believing for miracles today. Let me just pause by saying, before I get it there, I forgot to give you an announcement. Kids camp, youth camp is definitely happening this year for us. So we're going to be giving you the information about that. It's going to be the last week of August into the first week of September. Uh, kids camp is going to be going towards near Godrich, and youth camp is going to be going north of uh, Kingston, Ontario. So all the details we'll give to you. And in two Sundays from now, we're going to have, uh, traditionally we have a, a special offering day to be able to subsidize parents to be able to go to kids camp. So not parents, subsidize, yeah, subsidize the parents to be able to send their kids to youth camp and kids camp. So camp day offering is going to be July 11. You can donate now already if you go to our, uh, our website and just like, uh, type in ctftoronto.com slash camp. You'll see all the information. And uh, guys, we're well over half of what we're hoping for already without even doing the offering. So thank you for those of you who've already given. So bless you. Alrighty, Joshua chapter 10, and we're going to start in verse 5. Then the five kings of the Amorites... The kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jarmuth, Lachish, Eglon, they joined forces. They moved up with all of their troops and took the position against Gibeon and attacked it. The Gibeonites then sent word to Joshua in the camp of Gilgal, do not abandon your servants. Come up to us quickly and save us. Help us because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army it's not in the scriptures, but this is 134 kilometers through ravines. Not through a road, through ravines. And they included all their best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them, these five kings and their nations. I have given them into your hands. I love, friends, that when there's obstacles, when there's challenges, the Lord keeps saying, don't be afraid. Be courageous. What have we promised you? Uh, Uneke was talking about that, that God had spoken to her. And she, so even when there was the loss of a baby, five days old, her spirit knew there's a, still a breakthrough, still something coming. Do not be afraid. I've given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. And after an all-night march of 134 kilometers from Gilgal, Joshua took them by surprise. The Lord threw them into confusion before Israel. And so Joshua and the Israelites defeated them completely at Gibeon. Israel pursued them along the road going up to Beth Horon and cut them down all the way to Azekah and someplace. As they fled before Israel on the road down from Beth Horon towards Azekah, I don't know why they can't have simple Canadian names for these cities. It'd just be so much easier for me. Anyways, the Lord hurled large hailstones down on them, and more of them died from hail than were killed by the swords of the Israelites. I did some 
investigating to find out, have there been hailstorms? And recently there was a hailstorm in, in uh, China in the Himalayas and 200 people died from, uh, from hailstorms. So it does happen. On, that, on the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel and Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, son, stand still over Gibeon and you moon over the valley of Ajalon. And so the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation had avenged itself of its, en of its en enemies. And as it is written in the book of Jashar, the sun stopped in the middle of the sky and delayed going down about a full day. And look at this verse, verse 14. There has never been a day like it before or since, a day when the Lord listened to a human being. Friends, the Bible says this is the greatest miracle that a person initiated to suspend the rotation of the earth or the sun. I don't know exactly what happened, but for the sun to stand still, as it were, for a day to be prolonged almost an extra 24 hours. Friends, this is an outstanding miracle that Joshua, as he's becoming the leader of this nation, as he's taking people into the promises of God. He's been promised the whole of what's now known as Israel, Palestine. That whole area is going to belong to the Jews and he's pushing in. And those of you that are in the room, those of you at home, if the reason stories like this are in the Bible is so that we will have confidence to push through when God's put something in our spirit to believe even when all the evidence says can't be done, can't be done, can't be done. And it says... The, the finality is surely the Lord was fighting for Israel. Friends, here's a quick little map. You can see uh, uh, right above the Dead Sea is where Jericho is, where Gilgal was, 134 kilometers through ravines to get to Gibeon, and then these five different nations, and they track them all down. And the Lord does this incredible miracle. They basically took over half of the land that had been promised to them in one extended day. A huge miracle, friends. And I don't know exactly what took place. Uh, one possibility is that the actual earth stops rotating and it just is, is stationary. And friends, if this was to happen, science is just saying catastrophe would have happened. If you've ever taken a bucket of water, filled it with water and gone like this, people done that before, the water stays in the bucket. But what happens when you start to slow down Water everywhere. And friends, the Bible says in Colossians that the Lord holds the universe together. The Lord holds the stars. The Lord holds the planets. And the Lord holds you and me in his hands. We're in the hands of God, friends. And so when Joshua is believing for this incredible miracle, never happened before, never happened since, and something in his spirit on this day of reckoning, an opportunity God's with them. God's brought down hailstorms. They've had supernatural breakthroughs. It's like God's on their side and he's going, God, this day can't end. The favor of God today can't end. We need a full breakthrough. We need a full miracle. And perhaps the only thing he can think of was, sun, don't go down. Moon, don't come up. Hold, hold your, your positions wherever you are. Friends, the other possibility is that like the gravitational pull just slowed down. Do you know how many million miles, 93 million miles that the sun is from the earth? 
for God to suspend the gravitational pull or the rotation, friends, this is incredible, this kind of miracle. For God to step in and do such a big miracle, the Bible says never before has something like this happened before. When Jesus walks on the water, that's not the earth stopping the spin. That's one person suspending the laws of gravity in one place. But Joshua, friends, pushed in for something that no one had ever contemplated praying for before. And he got his breakthrough. The Lord was with him. Do you know that I was doing some research on this, trying to figure out uh, all the different possibilities, and many, many cultures in their oral history have this recorded long day. And so it would appear that many cultures experienced this, not just the nation of Israel. Other cultures in history said, no, there was this one day way, way back where something went crazy, and we had a very, very long day. Miracles, friends, 163 miracles recorded in the Bible. All different kinds of miracles. Baby miracles, adult miracles, money miracles, health miracles, uh, nature miracles, uh, all sorts of incredible things that God has done. And it's almost like in the Bible, friends, the Bible's saying, if you can think about it, if you need it, God can do it. God can do it. Because Jesus said this, there is nothing impossible for our God. And today we're going to have a ministry time. For those of you that are watching, in just a few moments, we're going to get you to go to our prayer room. People are going to pray with you for miracles today. That's what we're going to do. Those of you in the room, after the cameras close down, we're going to pray for miracles, and we're going to push in just a little bit more. Do you know, friends, that the gift of performing miracles is one of the gifts of the Spirit? And just like there's the gift of faith, there's the gift of speaking in tongues, there's the gift of knowledge, word of knowledge, gift of faith, gift of healing, there's a gift of miracles. For you to be able to have the expectation whether it's you carry it all of your life, the gift of miracles is always with you, and you're just seeing breakthroughs all the time around you, or it just comes on you for a moment. The Spirit of God in you and in me is designed to help us get breakthroughs and believe for breakthroughs. And so that's one of the things we're going to pray in just a moment. Friends, I have a friend who's a pastor in England, and I heard about his story of a couple years back I asked him to put a video together, and I'd like you to watch this video of a crazy miracle. Let's show the video. Hello, my name is Christopher Bird. I am from Catch the Fire Farnborough, which is in the UK. Steve Long has asked me if I'd just make this short video to tell you about a miracle that I saw some years ago. Steve's doing some teaching on miracles at the moment, and he asked if I'd give you this testimony to share. The context is I was in Uganda a few years ago on a mission trip and one particular day, it was a Sunday, we'd seen an incredible miracle of multiplication where the Lord had multiplied bread cakes amazingly. And so my faith was high. I just prayed for bread cakes to be multiplied, see God do something incredible. And then in the afternoon, uh, I'd got permission to fly into another nation uh, to continue some work I was doing at the time. And uh, I needed to get a, a passport sized photograph for a visa. Now, I 
I hadn't got one. It was a Sunday afternoon. And at the time, there was a power outage in the entire city. And Kampala uh, had no power, particularly in the sector of the city where I was. My guide drove me around on the back of a motorbike and I said, I need to find a photo machine to get a passport size photograph. And he was explaining to me, well, you know, there aren't going to be any photo machines that are working. There's no electricity. I said, but I believe that God is going to provide. So please just trust me. We drove around until we found uh, a guy by the side of the road with one of those very old fashioned photos machi photo machines. It was a black and white machine, looked like it had come from the 70s, probably in the UK or somewhere had been shipped out there. And it was a very, very old machine sat on the, the footpath, the, the sidewalk, by the side of the road, and it wasn't even plugged into the mains. The plug was just sat on the floor next to the machine. I go up to this gentleman, a gentleman of another faith, and I said to him, I need photographs for uh, my visa. And he said, there's, there's no power. There is no power. There's no way I can get you these photographs. It's just not going to happen. I said to him, look, I really need these. It's a matter of urgency now. My God is the God that gave people the ability to generate electricity. Therefore, my God is more than capable of giving us power to make your machine work so that I get the photographs. I laid my hands on this photo machine. I took authority over it in the name of Jesus. I commanded it to work and I asked God to give us power to make the machine work. I got inside, I sat on it and closed the curtain and I said to him, press the button now. This quivering hand came in, he pressed the button inside the machine. Instantly, there were four flashes and instantly out of a black and white photo machine that was not even plugged into the mains in the middle of a power cut, four color photographs emerged from the machine. He pulled back the curtain. He looked at the photographs. He looked at me and he said, I now follow Jesus. Jesus had done an incredible creative miracle and provided me with four color photos from a black and white machine. Our God is amazing. All glory to him. Color photos. I will, I'll put that video on my website so you can re, uh, hear it. Amazing. Friends, God, sorry? Come on up here, Sandra. I'm not sure what story you're going to refer to. Do you know when my wife says, tell them about that story, and I'm going, how many guys are going? Yeah. So what happened to the, the guy is because um, um, when the pastor told him, I'm going to pray in the authority of Jesus, and he saw the miracle, well, he didn't know Jesus and he, and he gave his life to Jesus. So that was, that was the sign and wonder that, that Jesus performed that breakthrough and miracle and he gave his life to Jesus. That is, thank you, Sandra. That, that's, just as, that's just as good as everything else. If you're at home, I'd like you to stand up. Those of you in the room, I'd like you to stand up. And we're gonna take some time as a group to ask the Holy Spirit to do some miracles for you today. Uh, I'm very grateful that many couples in our church, as uh, Unica and her husband have shared, have been diagnosed, has been infertile, and babies are on this stage and we're able to bless them. I'm grateful that people in our church family have had diagnosis of sicknesses, diseases, and the doctors say, as of now, there's nothing we can do, and God's able to step in. I love the fact that people in our church family have had circumstances that are against them, financial stresses and problems, and all of a sudden God steps in 
Friends, we've had people in our churches that are about to lose a house and be given a house. I have one friend that lives in Chicago, uh, multimillionaires, something happened in his business and lost everything. It was a little bit like the TV show Schitt's Creek, lost everything. And they were given five houses, five houses, choose one. Five different of their friends said, you can have our house. Friends, God loves to do miracles. And in this passage, Joshua, a man that God kept speaking over him and said, be bold, be courageous, believe for more, believe for the big, believe for what you don't have, be strong and courageous. And friends, God did those things for him. Do you know what the name of Joshua means? Jesus. Same word. Same word. Those of you at home, those of you in the room, I'd like you to think of one thing that you need God to do a miracle for. Health, finances, relationship, a job, something. Just think of it. Hold it up to the Lord. Let's just close our eyes right now and just sort of get rid of distractions. And Daddy, here's the challenge. Daddy, here's the opportunity for you. And friends, if you've had God speak to you, if you've had God drop something in your heart and say to you, it's possible. You're going to have a child. You're going to have a house. You're going to have visas. You're going to have citizenship papers. You're going to find a spouse. You're going to be healthy. Whatever those things are, if God's given a promise to you, it's on the table, friends. It's out there for a possibility. Friends, I love how this couple that shared today pushed through and mom shared that she had some deliverance ministry. And so, friends, when God has promises, it's also very true that Satan is against us. The Bible says, greater is he who's inside us than he who's in this world. The spirit of God in us is greater than every kind of demonic thing that's out there. And yet, curses are real, friends. Curses have effect. And the challenge with a curse, the challenge with someone who's spoken against us, someone who's jealous, someone who doesn't want your business to succeed so that their business can succeed, they don't want you to succeed so that they can get the promotion, whatever those things are, those are soulish. It's, it's their hurt, their pain that's saying those kind of things. And yet, demonic spirits hold on to that. And friends, the good news is that when we forgive others, when we ask the Spirit of God to rise up, He's able to cleanse us from all our sins. He's able to wash us clean from all those kind of things. So if it's okay, I'd like to do a deliverance prayer over everyone at home, everyone in the room. And so Father God, if there's stuff in the spirit realm that we're up against, if there's demonic spirits that have been given 
authority inadvertently by us, by other people, by systems, strongholds in our area, strongholds from our culture, strongholds from wherever. We acknowledge that that's real, but we say, God, you're bigger, you're better, you're stronger. And just as Joshua came up to that walled city, Jericho, oldest city in the planet, biggest walled city that Israel's gonna face. And instead of starting in a little town, they started with the big one. And the Lord said, you speak to the walls, you, you shout, you blow the trumpet, you proclaim with your words that breakthrough happens and that God's great. And so I'd like you in your spirit right now, I'd like you with your mouth right now to just proclaim breakthrough, breakthrough. And Father, would you behind the scenes begin to wash away? Father, would you behind the scenes begin to just break every one of those uh, ungodly connections? Would you come against every demonic spirit, every kind of stronghold that may be around us and over us, that's holding us in, in, in confinement, that's holding us in a space, it's holding us in a place where we cannot get what you've promised to us. And we say, Spirit of God, bring the breakthrough. Spirit of God, come. The anointing, the Bible says, breaks every bondage that we would have wrapped around our neck, every yoke. And if you remember the old-fashioned yoke that would put two oxes together, two cows together, this wooden thing that would hold them in place. And the Bible says the anointing, the Holy Spirit busts through so that instead of those two oxen having to be tied together, they're free. And friends, we speak that over our situations and we say God's freedom comes. Break, breakage happens right now in the name of Jesus. The Spirit of God comes. Life comes. Hope comes. In your spirit, I speak to every person watching in, in the building right now and say the dreams of God come alive again. During today, things that you've forgotten about, the Lord reminds you of those promises. As you sleep tonight, the Lord reminds you of those promises. God speaks into your spirit. Pastor Mel this morning was talking about our spirit, which is the God part of us. And we say life, cleansing. Holy Spirit, come. Lift off every uh, contamination that comes against our spirit that would cause us not to listen to God, not to be able to hear God's voice. We cleanse our spirits in Jesus' name. Friends, if you're wondering if that's in the Bible, 2 Corinthians 7 verse 1 says exactly what I just said. We cleanse our spirit so that we can connect with the Spirit of God, so that we know how to call out, we know how to believe, we know how to pray, we know how to expect breakthroughs. Father, would you do that for us? In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Those of you in the room, if you don't mind just sitting down for a minute, and those of you that are at home, I have some amazing news for you. For the next half an hour, we have an amazing team of people that normally would be here before lockdown, but because of lockdown, they're at home just like you, and they're on our prayer team. They're on our healing team. They're on our prophetic team. And so if you go to ctftoronto.com slash now. you're going to have three options. You can ask for a prophetic word. 
You can ask for a healing specialist or you can ask for our prayer ministry team to agree with you, to pray with you for whatever it is that you feel that you need. We have a team for you right now. And so those of you watching, thanks so much for being with us. We hope you encounter God and were inspired by this message today. To watch video of this message and other messages from Catch the Fire in Toronto, visit catchthefire.tv. Catch the Fire has churches, schools, events, missions and media all around the world. To find out more, visit catchthefire.com.